right? We're, we're I'm just gonna go into it. Yes. We're just, uh, we're just gonna talk. I'm trying to get better at like introducing this for the YouTube version at least, and like, okay, let me like whoever's talking, the camera's gonna be on them, right? Mm -hmm. So let me like actually kind of edit it in the camera while I'm talking, and then each person gets to introduce themselves, and then I'll cut to the gallery mode. I'm gonna see how this goes, uh, and that is me talking. If you're not listening on YouTube. Uh, your host Diego Crespo. Uh, how is everyone on this Tuesday morning? Not Monday morning. We usually do Monday mornings, but uh, mm -hmm. I I got my uh, a messy schedule, and that's on me. Uh, but we're here to talk Barry and other stuff too. But it's not just me here to talk about Barry. I think that would get boring. I I don't think I'm that interesting talking about myself. But who is great to talk to about stuff is my co-host Gina Versa. Hey, how's it going? It's good going pretty good. It's going pretty See you good. Again. Yeah, good to see you again, too. I saw you like mm -hmm. two weeks ago, right? In person, mm -hmm. finally. Yeah. Every two weeks, I see you somewhere. Ba that's basically our schedule. Yeah. Um, I like the two-week friend hangout. Like, it's mm -hmm. just like a, like, it's like meeting with like a boss, but it's like, this is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. And yeah. you will have to join us next time, uh, Staley, mm -hmm. our, our guest host for today. Yes, just blazing in there. No introduction needed. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you, your energy is your introduction, and mm -hmm. the world is better for it. How are you? I'm great. I'm happy to be here, planning our scheduled two week hangout. Um, <laughs> well, I'm very happy to be here. This is. Uh, I'm doing well. Um, I still have one cat in the room with me, but he seems fine. So we're just all, chilling. All cats are welcomed. Yeah, all no, cats no. are beautiful. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. Cat, cats are great. You know what else is great? Barry, again, which is what we're here to talk about later. So that's the header, uh, just to make it easier on the algorithm. I promise we're going to get to that. We're going to spend a couple minutes talking about what else we've been watching. Uh, so Staley, how else are you? What have you been watching? What do you want to recommend? What do you want to tell people to avoid? If you want to get a little mean, we try to keep things positive here, but you know. <laughs> Oh, you said I can get mean though, but um, yes. uh, we've been, okay. Oh, this is so problematic of me, uh, but I've been rewatching Sex and the City for some reason. And I'm mm. just like, it, it does not hold up mm. at all. Like so much it, of it, it is like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it just is really like, um, it feels like offensive to watch it during Pride Month. It's very like bigoted. <laughs> Like, oh no um but it's also oh. incredibly addictive to watch all these very messy women you know like it like you just put it on and you get sucked into the vortex so mm -hmm. it's but yeah i'm watching a lot of that also watching game of thrones for the first time whoa how yeah. is that going it's uh you know i think like watching it now I have the benefit of hindsight so I'm observing the characters in like certain ways because I know how a lot of like you know I, I have a big idea I'm on a tangent here all right <laughs> <laughs> um that's, that's Gus um yeah like so I'm like watching it and kind of like you know like oh well that makes sense that they made these decisions because xyz but I'm also like whoa this show really hates women yeah <laughs> wow who was surprised they want to do the confederate like mm -hmm. show after this but uh yeah, now yeah. they're doing nothing yep exactly yeah they, I don't uh, know. 
sorry, sorry to interrupt, but just like they, they are still working on the three body problem for Netflix. Mm. I don't know oh. anything about that adaptation, but it is happening still. I don't know what that it's is. Gonna, it's gonna have like, like Ryan Reynolds in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Probably, be, yeah. Don't 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 say that. It's Drayton bit role because he still can't argue to get him apart like a leading role. <laughs> so yeah. um sorry, Kid Harrington. I don't mean to malign him. He just really has not had the most like gangbusters. Uh, you know. What has he done after Game of Thrones? I'm not really sure. Oh, he was in Eternals, my yeah, favorite. He was, yeah, he was the I, boyfriend. And I was like, I'm not feeling this. No, <laughs> most people didn't. So Yeah. yeah. I want to like it so bad, but yeah. it, just, it has it was, uh, has uh, it has bleed, bleed at the oh end. God. The vampire hunter. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just fast forward through the, the rest. Okay. Of no. It. No. <laughs> so let me. We got to explain what Gene just said. And this is I'm the the defender of the Eternals along with Matt Garingo and like five other people. I like it. What? I, yeah. Yeah. Gene too. But the blade cameo in it is a off-screen voice cameo mm-hmm. from Mahershala Ali who mm-hmm. is a great actor and I'm sure he should yeah. make a fantastic blade but it's like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything you also, know it's just like yeah. oh he's, we're gonna do that at one point it's uh Borco as they say Borco is like a term people use whenever they introduce like a new Marvel character it's like oh this is Borco and people are like oh it's Borco but oh. it's funny yeah, it's funny because Blade is used to introduce, or he's introduced when a character finds like a blade, like a, another. Come blade. on, <laughs> I like it really on the nose. It's hard to forget. Yeah, I I did forget about it until Gene brought up this whole situation. So, mm-hmm. um, can we just really quick? We've all seen Doctor Strange, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. you already talked yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. The uh, post credit scene was just so like. Yeah. The, one. the the Charlize Theron one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very jarring. Okay. No, that was awful. Uh, God yeah. bless Charlize Theron and Sam Raimi, who I think made the first good Marvel movie in like five years. Yeah, but I like, I don't think he directed that after credit scene. It just, I think it was. I think it was, it was like a, a second unit guy or something like second that. Second unit or an AI or a bot yeah. or an algorithm. Yeah, that was. We, we talked about it on the episode. Direction. No one liked that. I've not met a single person that was like, oh, fuck, Charlie's there and let's fucking go. You know? Shit. Like, you didn't build it up at all. Or then, like, like you have just, just the voice. I'm like, I don't know this character. Like, why do I care? Are you trying to recast it? Maybe that's why they only show the voice. These are the things I think about. All right, enough. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, oh, a while ago, you and I both separately saw this movie and then we wanted to talk about it. Uh, the Voyeurs. Mm and oh, i wanted to just go to bat for it because it's not like a masterpiece it's not like some hidden gem i would say mm. it is a masterpiece okay i i think it's it's greatly entertaining yes. and i'm glad someone's trying to make a sleazy uh kind of psychosexual thriller in this day and age because they were just pumping those out in the 90s you know like just every other weekend it felt like yeah like it actually had a good concept but what really got me was the like M night level of twist that just kept happening. <laughs> like that was really what it was like. Nah, nah. They, what? Like, how are they gonna write themselves out of this like corner they back themselves into? And they're like, mm-hmm. you know what? Just kidding. <laughs> like, they really sorry to anyone that hasn't seen it yet, but 
it's really fun so it's yeah. it's super fucking fun get get the homies together for a movie night um mm-hmm. crack open some cold ones uh with with all your gendered friends <laughs> and then uh have the time of your life watching mm-hmm. lawyers even if you don't think it's like good i would be shocked if like you watched it and were like that was a complete waste of time that's yeah. all i want to say Just yeah like, yeah I have to ask us all uh my friends who watch the show it has all it has Jacob was saying it has the you some euphoria alums in it or just no, sydney sweeney sydney sweeney oh, okay yeah. i do not watch euphoria gene and i were just talking about that i like the i like the memes i think i think staley watches euphoria though i do i i do hate myself yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good God. memes mm-hmm. i mean yeah it's so like uh it's 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 like a 24 Riverdale. That's all it is. Like they're like, we can show breasts in this show. Uh-huh. We're going to show them. <laughs> like, it's just not, it's not good. Yeah. It's like, I've, I lost like so much interest, like in the finale of this past season. And I was just like, it's going to take years for it to come back. I'm just kind of like, Oh yeah. Just make a music video, you know, same <laughs> as like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, as someone who doesn't watch it, I will say the one thing that I'm very taken by like mm-hmm. gene is the memes yeah, but also memes. it's it's one of the only shows on television that has like an immediately distinct visual style and like aesthetic yeah. where like you see the meme and you're like oh that's euphoria mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that's that makes it like high art um i think i internally i have this debate with myself constantly about like is most tv like really like artistically as as valid as like a movie and then i, I kind of come to terms like no it's just different it's just a different medium there's no point in comparing it right that's the end mm-hmm. result but i do think visually like the way tv's produced it's harder to like establish like a visual aesthetic yeah. you know like a look and uh that's worth commending i'll never yeah. watch euphoria i'm just gonna be honest no, but uh <laughs> but no, I, the I think visual, that's cool. the visual style is harder to do when you don't have a shot list so it, a shot I'll list or that. time but but mostly uh a shot list and if you're a nepotism baby yeah. who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing apparently <laughs> but enough about that mm-hmm. uh let's let's divert more positive stuff uh gene what have you been watching oh yeah well i don't want to talk too much about it because it's bad <laughs> i thought it was bad but that jurassic world movie i saw unfortunately i don't want to talk about it but some good movies i enjoyed were uh resident evil welcome to Raccoon city I saw you log that on Letterboxd. Uh-huh. Wait, the, is that the new one? That's the new it's one. like a new one. It came out in November. No one really remembered. And no. you say it was good? It was actually fairly good. It was like okay. something out of the 2000s. All right, it takes sure. place in 1998 for some reason. The year of the video game. Great that, year. That's why. That's why it takes place then. Yeah. Everything it's, in it's that game, movie. Sorry, I just, I just want to say, because I also saw it recently, too. Yeah. Everything in that movie just happens because it's like, well, people like it in the games. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of agree with Gene, though. I didn't yeah. hate it. I was like, didn't hate it's, it's just, it, I'm open like, whatever, it. it's fine. I just, mm-hmm. you know, like, you hear a name like Welcome to Raccoon City and you have to ask some questions. Yeah, just, oh, no, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> that is definitely called, the assumption I had, too. It's called Raccoon City, where it takes place. Mm. it's like uh i don't know yeah that's a i don't know if they've ever like sat down and said why the city is named raccoon city yeah why do you like raccoons are great they have nothing to do with zombies like they're just (laughs) 
I mean, are they disease carriers? Probably. But yeah. like, why don't you know what? Rat City? Like, right <laughs> there, what you just said, I think might be the very reason why they named it Raccoon City. Disease yeah. carriers. There you go. Yeah, you found that's out. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Also, raccoons just like a cute, fun little word. It like you know reminds you of the animal, and I'm not mad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's fun stuff. Um. All right. So, welcome to Raccoon City. Good. All right. I, yeah. I okay good I, I don't know if good watchable it is watchable mm. it's entertaining it has an atmosphere uh there's occasionally like visually interesting like uh, uh set pieces like there's a, a sequence where chris redfield is like fighting his way through like a blacked out mansion and mm-hmm. he's the the scene kind of like the scene from the batman but done like way worse um but still cool where he's like he's the only lighting in the scene is from the bullets he's firing so he's like here's a shot and there's a zombie's face here's another zombie is shooting it and it's like it's not mind-blowing but it's like Mm -hmm. this is weird that this has like interesting stuff and then i remembered the director is a uh johannes roberts who did Mm -hmm. gene and i's one of our favorite slashes of the last decade uh the strangers pray at night Mm -hmm. Ooh, and that's like a banger. That's, that's, a, that's a fucking great slash. A lot of good music. A lot it's, of good 80s music. Yeah, I love that movie. I don't love this one. Um, I'm really interested either. in what this guy does next, though. I think he's a great yeah. like director of genre stuff. So Yeah. Um, but after that, it's going to go to bat for Crimes of the Future. Oh, still you saw it? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. <sighs> Spoilers. Okay, wait, you know what? We were trying to legit figure out what we should all go watch next because I think the last mm-hmm. thing we saw together was uh Titan. Yeah. Um, so maybe we, we just go watch the fucking weird body horror shit. Yeah. Together. Uh, do that. Yeah. All the theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Gene, go. here's why we should watch it, I'm assuming. Uh, right? Yeah, it's uh weird body horror, uh sexy Christian Stewart. Um or Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, it's just uh, it's just very like it's very weird. Um, I had to think about a lot of aspects about it, process a little bit, and uh, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, and Cronenberg wrote it like twenty years ago. 20 well, it's years a remake ago. of his older. Movie, no, right? no, not really. No, okay, I no. I I don't I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen yeah. every Cronenberg, but um, this has the same title, I guess. Okay, well, he's a. He was saying in uh, one of those like variety videos where they like they break down a scene and he's talking about how like, you know, he wrote it two decades ago, but um, he's finding new readings of his own work where it's like Mm -hmm. it's about like uh, uh, the rights of like trans people and like the government dictating Mm -hmm. what people can or shouldn't do with their bodies. And it's like it's like it's like a revolt against that kind of like control. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, comrade Cronenberg. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to watch it. We got to figure out like. A weekend or something like that because fuck yeah, yeah. It's first movie in like eight years right something like that yeah it's fucking crazy and, uh, mm-hmm. oh no i was just, just saying that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah he's a he's a weird guy very weird guy <laughs> weird son too makes also weird movies oh his I, weird son makes great movies though. Mm-hmm. I, don't <laughs> I don't know i don't know about a weird wife but maybe come on I think it's gotta be like what do you think they like to do like as like a family like thing like you know some people like play games or like watch movies like mm-hmm. what's they like well, they live in they Canada cook. yeah I they bet cook. they cook they're yeah. Canadian yeah. they're Canadian so so they have free health care free health care yeah 
which is great. I would imagine but, um, they do Canadian things. Yes. Yeah, they wear their Canada geese jackets, mm -hmm. maple syrup. <laughs> Very cold. I'm sorry to all Canadians no. listening. God, uh, there's like just one that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, we we got we got a couple. Yeah. Oh, okay, we got some. Uh, got uh, some. Northern brethren and, and yeah. sisterin. They, yeah. Canadians hold it down, and I love Canadians. I just yeah. want to put that out there. I do not mean to slander any Canadians. No, yeah, Canadians are great. Canadian. Yeah, they're not the British. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't yeah. believe the British either. You know, I uh, I work for Brits, so. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. You know what? It's all right. It's all right. Sorry. It's all good. And then uh, I was gonna say Bob's Burgers, where a fight broke out. Oh, <laughs> Gene, talk about that, please. Yeah. So it's a well, it's a viral moment now. If you look up on TikTok, I believe it's a fight during AMC Burbank during the Nicole Kidman credits. Um, someone sees two gentlemen. One was a uh, teenager. The other one was a, an adult man who was old. Uh, one of them, the teenager stole the adult man's seat. The adult man started getting mad. They, they were yelling at each other. And then uh, eventually the teenager moved, but he told him something in passing. I think it was like, you smell. So it's on, it's on TikTok, but essentially the old guy shoved, shoved him. And they both started just yelling at each other as the Nicole Kidman ad was starting uh, throughout the credits, um, the opening credits, and then maybe like the first five minutes of the movie. So the security uh, kicked them out or kicked one of them out. So it became a uh, viral moment. And I was uh, in the audience for it, just watching, really not getting involved. And uh, yeah, some. Imagine. Uh, mm -hmm. Imagine I don't know, just the whole concept, like, imagine somebody just walks up to you and is like, you smell, and then walk <laughs> away when you pick up my Just, like, shove them? I don't know. Just be like, I got yeah. my seat. I would just, I wouldn't care anymore. I, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, who, you know, like, yeah, just, I I guess I'd be pretty taken aback if someone told me I smelled out of nowhere, but I, I don't know if my instinct would be to fight. Yeah, well, more men need therapy, so. That, that's very true. Yeah, they also need cologne, apparently. Yeah, I need cologne, yeah. <laughs> but Bob's Burgers, pretty good. Loved it. Love the, uh, love all the burgers. Love all the belchers. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what more can I say? It's just, it's a nice little wholesome movie. It's about a family that loves each other. They're very accepting of each other. It's uh, like early Simpsons. They're like the Cronenbergs. They cook together and they love each other. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They've got a weird son. So. <laughs> of, all the, of all the Belchers, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have to ask, Gene, do you think it's as good as the Simpsons movie? Because I go to yeah. bat hard for the Simpsons movie. Um, Maybe like it's a little lower. It's another lower tier, but okay. still almost as good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I really love that movie. I think it's super underrated. That is, yeah. Oh. Nice little little family drama yeah like yeah you know, like if the show if the simpsons ended there yeah. you wouldn't have to see elon musk guest star ever on it oh yeah oh. That, remember that happened i didn't yeah. see that episode obviously but like oh. that happened they had like they had a lot of regrettable guests jk rowling ted nugent oh. hey to be fair jk rowling was like a mega star yeah, who everyone loved until about a decade ago and people were like hey she's saying weird stuff i can't put my finger on it but something's up there 
Oh my god! You know? And then like 2016 turns around, and it's like I just open awfulness, and it's like, <laughs> oh shit, yeah, oh no, <laughs> like, um, yeah, why? Which leads me into what I liked and enjoyed the the next uh, Fantastic Beasts. That's a joke. I'm never watching that movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, I no, I haven't seen any of the. I haven't. I haven't seen the sequels. I saw the first one. and I was like, it was okay, mm-hmm. and then I just Very left it okay. all behind. They I haven't gone back. Yeah. What did I watch recently? Oh yeah, I saw. Uh, I'm watching the new season of Young Justice, which is basically for nerds. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, I am one. It's and I, uh, it's euphoria for comic nerds. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think Greg Weissman is a terrific writer and uh, if he didn't strictly work in animation i think he would be getting significantly more credit uh, yeah. for his capabilities as a television showrunner mm-hmm. staley um, he's the creator of gargoyles oh i love gargoyles <laughs> so much okay, the, so the disney the disney gargoyle show I that's his claim to fame <laughs> I gargoyles 30 at night to watch that show yeah it was, oh, Disney. it was so good it was so good it, so he did gargoyles spectacular spider-man he did the first Ooh. season of uh, or was co like uh writing the first season of star wars rebels which i still think is the best one it's a good show good. but i think it kind of peaked early um and of course young justice which yeah. has gone on for four seasons over mm-hmm. 10 years yeah that's crazy Uh, yeah yeah we've been watching this show for 10 years mm -hmm. and i wasn't crazy about it at first and then i kind of got into like the rhythms of it because it's like it's it's just teen titans gritty reboot that's kind of what it is but it's not like darker for the sake of like trying to be like quote-unquote mature like Mm. i even now there's like because it's on hbo max there's like blood and like people getting cut in half but it's not like gratuitous like like we're so fucking edgy we can we're on fucking hbo now we can say fuck yeah and people can have sex and i don't even think there's been like a sex yeah i don't i don't think so yeah but i think they have the opportunity to do that (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh i believe that is referred to as hentai which samuel l jackson is a fan of if you remember that viral video um but no i it's really good uh every season is radically different in structure and who's kind of leading the narrative and so it's kind of like solved one of my biggest problems with television or superhero television at least where it's like if you follow one group of people for so long it's kind of like you kind of run out of stories to tell and they just solved the problem by making it like about a team of people that continue growing in scope and size and if you're a fucking nerd dark sides like always kind of hovering in the distance mm-hmm. uh never show up he'll i fucking i know i got a whole thing about that that's the one like thing yeah. i'm like just fucking get to it already uh vandal Batman. savage vandal savage who's a great comic book villain finally gets a lot of time to shine yeah, he's a um, caveman who's immortal he's a, yeah and this Ooh. season really ties together like these fucking philosophical debate about chaos versus order and mankind's sentient mm-hmm. abilities and how we we are like the governing agents of our own fate and it's less like where the yeah. fuck did this come from not uh, not not enough batman though no there's like no batman in this season not enough uh, batman yeah i mean i'm i'm cool with that but i really love nightwing and then yeah, i love this cool. show too so i'm like why don't we... and this is the last thing i'll say because we got to talk about barry but like this season is broken down into like arcs led yeah, by cool. the original team from the first season of the show which i love because they're kind of the team leaders now um, but I, I miss them all together. They kind of haven't gotten all together yet. They're all dealing with separate stuff that's 
kind of interconnected, but not fully mm-hmm. yet. And mm-hmm. I'm only halfway through the season, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, I'm a big show. Fan. Okay. Very good show. I'm convinced by the recommendations. I, Thank I, you. I got some new stuff to watch, you know? Yeah. Enough problematic, like rich white ladies in new york i need to i do love those sex in the city storylines though they're pretty good so there's too much but yeah all right well not not the spinoff show i don't like that one oh god i heard i heard horror stories about i'm gonna go running into it head first as soon as this is done as soon as i'm done with the original series i'm doing the full full both movies and the second and the other show godspeed Thank you. Uh, also, Godspeed to us for dealing with the aftermath of Barry season three. Now, Staley, you just saw the entire series for the first time. Mm-hmm. Please tell us your your perspective on that, like on the as a whole, your thoughts on the show, and then we'll deal with the season three stuff like after. I just want to hear from you first. Well, so I'd seen the first season uh, when it first came out and I was like, you know, oh my God, this is incredible. Like, you know, it's, it was set up so well. And like second season I watched like part of and I never finished it. So I like finished off the second season and then I just watched all of season three in like the last two days. Um, and I mean, it is like so much like Breaking Bad. It, it reminds me of Breaking Bad in so many ways because you can really see like everything ha- is like done with intention, like every piece or part of the story, like even like the gags and stuff, it's like, it's there to serve like a purpose, you know? Um, but it's just like really interesting to watch Bill Hader like, as this character just become more and more like you just see the detachment and you see the like like it's it's scary like he's very scary in this season it's like Mm. he's like equal parts like um you know like really just like pathetic and like in a way where it's just like you know you can just see he's like he has like nothing inside which means he can be pushed around and manipulated but then it's also like that's very dangerous too same with oh my god sally like that character i want to talk about her arc because that i think Mm -hmm. is more interesting than the like i mean barry is obviously like you know the focus and everything but just like the way what happens to her character it's just like yeah it's really heavy it's like really it's so dark it's like abusive cycles just you know, it's it's like, do they ever break? Are you like ever not in one? Like, you know, and, and like the last thing I want to say is like, the season like was so focused on forgiveness, and I loved like the way that it began and like ended. You know, with like, um, I felt like when Barry took Gene out to like shoot him um, after holding, <laughs> or he was gonna like, no, it was before holding him hostage. Um, like. Gene, you know, he was the one that said, like, you know, fucking earn it, earn the forgiveness, you know, you have the second chance. But the whole, like, season was about Gene earning forgiveness, you know? Like, he's the only character that actually earned anything. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, he just, you know, he took his second chance and he used it to right his wrongs. He gave, you know, the person that he wronged a job doing something big. Like, he lifted other people up. 
and even like though it became it was because of something evil that very not evil not evil just abusive that Barry was doing I don't know if it is evil or not evil but like yeah just the way it all wrapped up at the end it's like he kind of like got yeah he got his forgiveness from everyone for not protecting Janice for not you know for letting this person near her for hurting people like yeah it was just I don't know it was really like wow like you talk about like uh just tv as like a medium is it as like you know powerful or does it have the same like visual language as film and this absolutely did in my opinion so all right i just talked for five minutes straight no no that was great and i completely agree with you uh especially in terms of like the visual language thing because like really Mm -hmm. that that is something i i think about and like whether or not it's capable or it's probably more difficult just time-wise and schedule-wise uh but I this show is a good reminder that Bill Hader is also a huge David Lynch fan because this season's like yeah very this much season is. is really quiet. There is like I is there any music that's not like diegetic? Yeah, they at the first couple episodes they used like some songs. Okay, and then at there. the at the the final moments of the season again. Yeah, there's uh, well, spoilers anything, for all yeah. of Barry. By the way, spoilers for all of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. You, yeah, you, you should have watched by now. Yeah, you should you should watch it because it's one of the best things on TV, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think uh, when they stop using the uh, little bump, the little theme at the beginning of like the second to last episode, you kind of knew that some shit has started. Which um, I love the theme too. It's by Charles Bradley, "Change for the World," which is a great song. But uh, yeah, you kind of just like felt like that, uh, like the the vibe shift, basically, you know. Yeah, it um I was really impressed by basically everything going on in this show, uh this season especially. Uh I'll have I'll have questions about like how much longer this can go on, I guess. Yeah. Um but I also thought when season one ended, I was like, Oh well you have to end it here. Like it it's a show about how a guy struggles to change and he can't do it because mm-hmm. of his life choices. Yeah. Um regardless of how he got to them you know and yeah. no the show proved me wrong because i think i think season two is, is still my favorite but like the mm-hmm. direction this season was just fucking unbelievable yeah bill crazy. Hader directed half of the episodes uh he's directing every episode in season four okay it's crazy i don't know that the fuck what the fuck <laughs> like good luck dude that's yeah that's a lot um yeah so yeah i just i love i love this show so much like it's just uh you know, because it's like all the characters, like, there's no, like, well, I mean, besides, like, Fuchs, I would say there's no, like, evil character, like, you know, they're all just kind of, like, terrible for the most part, like, different degrees of terrible, like, like, uh, like, Noho Hank, like, I love Noho Hank, but Noho Hank's, like, kind of just, like, a really shitty person. <laughs> yeah, he's killed, like, probably yeah. dozens of people, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least given the order to kill dozons of people, at the very least, you know? Yeah, but but you root for Noho Hank a little bit, you yeah, know, you, you, know, root, you root for him. You don't want him to die, too. No, no, that was, that was a little, uh, like fucking much, and mm-hmm. in a good way, but when he, he's yeah. having his breakout scene with the fucking cougar or whatever. It's and... like a tiger or a jaguar, who knows? Yeah. Some, also a polar the... bear. Polar bear from Lost. There you yeah, go. Crossover. Absolutely. Because Lost is the goat show, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like 
I don't know. That was like, it was so tense all the time, I guess. And um, yeah. it stops like being funny at all. Yeah. You know, which is like fine. It's totally fine. It's, it's you know, because it's really a show about like bad people making bad decisions. But it's mm-hmm. like how how hard it is to like break out of cycles, like Sailor yeah. was saying about like abuse and like power, especially. And like who you are doesn't change when you get mm-hmm. more like power and more like possibilities presented to you and you have more options in life like if you don't take care of yourself your mistakes you made before are going to become even bigger and like i i really love uh the character of gene kusno much like yeah. I love my friend gene in real life but uh-huh. like uh i i think staley hit the nail on the staley hit the nail <laughs> staley hit the nail on the head there with, Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, with uh with that character too and i i think he's really like the heart of the show in a show yeah. that's like pretty heartless by this point again Mm -hmm. in a good way and i really love as well that like he's the guy that kind of gets the win at the end of this because he was just getting dragged through the mud like for a while there and uh, it was very sad and he proves that he's like he's the guy that really changed he's Mm -hmm. the one person who got better in spite of all the shit he did you know and all the shit that was happening to him so it's like the show saying it is possible but it's fucking difficult and you really yeah, you have, have to, to work like, at it you have to work Every at year. it and it's gonna take uh, a piece of you as well basically you know because like his his life is going to be very different the next season i imagine i don't think he just goes back to work i think i think some something's gonna happen there i don't know what i'm not even gonna theorize because there's no point with this show there's mm-hmm. no status quo to this show also because yeah. like yeah it keeps changing yeah which is really impressive because that's like hard <laughs> hard to figure out um i don't i don't know what bill Hader does next season uh yeah. he's writing the next season right now i think i read an interview where he he said uh he sent the first two scripts off to hbo to see what they think so he's like yeah i can't even talk about it because like i guess originally season three was like radically different mm-hmm. when um they started writing and the pandemic yeah. happened and then he was like they're well, right about to film yeah and then he was like well let's do that again and they were like the whole season so oh that's crazy yeah I'm, I'm glad that they went this direction though because it was like the way that they framed it with all the entertainment industry stuff too mm-hmm. was so good i was like wow really just like hammering home you know berries berry can thrive in this environment because it's the exact same as this other environment yeah like, no, um, yeah or yeah. just the fact he gets like casted because he's tall yeah <laughs> it's just like because yeah. he's tall <laughs> like that's you know like he just kind of falls upwards and like uh when he was i guess he's not really acting anymore no I he's in jail he yeah. yeah yeah well, doesn't but, mean um, he can't act you know yeah in jail actors go to jail all the time mm-hmm. there you go but yeah i think uh i think it's like i can't think of anything else where it's just uh in terms of like being a, like a send-up of the entertainment industry or just like los angeles in general where it's like i think uh like just the way like they use the locale the way they use like certain freeways like when he's on the motorbike and there's like oh cool that was so cool mm -hmm. so good. like it really captures the the traffic well um it uses freeways that you know i don't think i've really seen in a bit like there was a freeway by my house there's a pasadena freeway things like that um i think the editing they kind of like jumbled it but like i think that's just kind of like you know the way it was shot and everything so it's whatever no cinema sins ding 
Yeah, the, no, the, the freeways like, aren't that's, connected. Yeah, no. that's that's understandable. I mean, yeah, it's you know, totally fine. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's not real. But like, yeah, it just it feels very like authentic, and it's just like you know, it's such a good send up. Like, I think I was telling you guys, like, I love the little the bit where it's just like uh, you see uh, Sally's apartment, and she has like one photo, and it's like of herself. Yeah, <laughs> like they, you know, that they, they captures like because I, I like Sally, but like Sally is just such a good like well-written character of like a self-centered actress you know like she just the way they write her the way uh the the actress plays her it's just, they get that so well where it's just like yeah i mean like sally's like self-centered i mean it, there, there's a lot worse things but you know yeah. she really is you know she yeah. is and it's like i think what the show does so brilliantly too is like it's not that she's just that it's like now that we've gotten to know her so well it's like oh she's like this because of her yeah. her hard life you know like, yeah she's self-centered because no one else cared enough about mm-hmm. her to kind of kind of help build her up when she was younger so it's almost like a defense mechanism you know mm-hmm. and I, I i think she's she's a really fascinating character yeah uh, no, so i'm, I'm glad you both also brought her up because she i i feel so bad for her still yeah. you know even though she's like it again it totally went to her head like her ability to like mm-hmm. rise to overnight stardom and then when that got taken away it's like well she didn't she she didn't like manage her own issues well enough and of course it's going to blow up in other people's faces when what her what her friend quote-unquote did uh by stealing the concept of her show is fucked up Mm -hmm. you know maybe don't like have that don't corner people in an elevator and berate them um yeah that was that was intense yeah i mean that that you know that is uh, like another like (laughs) cycle of abuse because she was treating her assistant friend like dog shit and then you know yeah. and they came up together in gene kusno's acting class it's like you think mm-hmm. there'd be some genuine camaraderie there and it's, you know became dog eat dog yeah. unfortunately or i just love the like her non-apology too where she yeah. does the <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah. it was yeah. yeah that was really mm-hmm. like yeah just like fascinating i wish we'd seen what happened to like well i guess elsie fisher like went away but it was like yeah her in the season was really like I didn't, I didn't know that was her either. I was like, I had to look it up. I'm like, oh, it was the actress from eighth grade. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, is that person? I don't know. I thought that was like interesting because she's like, you know, one of the only people that like actually speaks out about the way that Barry treats Sally on the set, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like, she learns this power system, which is that, well, don't say anything. Don't say anything. He's a great guy. He's a great mm-hmm. guy. He'd never hurt anybody. You witness with your own two eyes him hurting someone. And it's just kind of like that just keeps repeating where it's like people are too scared of what might happen to the, with like, you know, the guy that's like making them feel powerless, you know, rather than like saying, hey, like that guy's a bad guy. We shouldn't be around him. And then, you know, mm-hmm. things probably would come together a lot faster for like, People trying to catch Barry or like Sally, like she ends the season killing a person, you know? Like yeah. what's gonna happen? She's definitely like, if we've learned anything in the show, it's that everything comes back. There is no like, oh, they're never gonna catch me. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that was very interesting to end her like that way and have her go back to Joplin. It's like, I don't think we've seen the last of her. Yeah. No, I I don't think so either. Um, yeah. But also another character, I have I have no idea what you even do next. Like, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's scary. Um, 
hang on my microphone has this fucking problem all the time you guys talk for a little bit sure sure (laughs) yeah you know yeah i mean yeah i feel bad for sally too because it's like um i don't know like yeah like uh for barry too i'm glad she just kind of left because yeah barry's like he really took a heel turn this season where it's just kind of like because you know even though he kills people in the first two seasons like he's like likable enough in those like you know first two where you're kind of like reading from this one like makes you just very like uh you know really isolating as a character just kind of like uh the dark places he goes to is like really uh yeah you kind of like uh can't root for bear <laughs> hard to root you know yeah. can't really root for bear yeah um i was texting you this but i really do like a lot of it you know i think of like dexter which is a season that i've been year mm-hmm. or season series that i've been last year and dexter new blood this year um which again honestly i liked the first ending of the season or of the series i think i should have just left it at that but new blood was also good it was fine uh it was actually not good i hate the ending um but like it's kind of like the same thing you know what we're saying about like barry and sally like they're the same you know like we have more empathy for sally because like you said we saw her go through all these horrible things this horrible abuse you can see that she is like scared and having these responses because she feels powerless so she lashes out but it's like Barry does the same thing Mm -hmm. and um like I think of like Dexter who uh when I watch Barry because it's like Dexter Dexter as a series is about Dexter's fantasy of who Dexter is in his head I think if you saw the reality it would look a lot more like Barry, who's this very kind of weird, off-putting guy who can kind of split these two personalities, these two facets, like for the first two seasons a little better. And then it's like this third season, they all start to like bleed into each other. Mm-hmm. And like Barry is all of that. He's a killer. He's also an actor. He's like everything. But like, you know, I think that we're finally starting to see him more as like what he actually is like versus like yeah. something like well extra like yeah yeah i think also too like barry is like a sociopath like you know like he doesn't like uh you know he just kills people too i mean you know yeah he kills anybody that threatens his like what he wants like anybody that gets in his way he kills them mm-hmm. you know like and yeah, he's just totally empty. It's like, well, that's what breaks me out is that he repeat things so passionately. Like he's just like, like he's just absorbed the message and the tone and he's just like parrying it back. It's really like, uh, like. Yeah. Very uh, Tony Soprano-like for sure. Yeah, I, I think there's a, uh, it's really interesting to me at least how they brought back uh, that the character Albert who was played by a prison break alumni named James Hiroyuki Lau. And um, he, he was in like one of the later seasons. I, I, I just yeah. remember seeing him in that, but he's terrific in this. Mm-hmm. And um, his army buddy. Yeah. yeah, his army buddy. And, you know, that's like the, that's kind of Barry's origin, you know, like he was the guy hyping him up out on uh, in their unit. And then, you know, he gets shot and then Barry retaliates and kills an innocent person. You know, he does a war crime. <laughs> Uh, yeah which is bad and it's like it i don't know i i thought it was so powerful how that's the guy who comes back you know it's literally like the ghost of his past christmas past coming mm. back to say like no you need to stop this right now and I, the only reason he's alive 
is because or not even arrested is because barry saved him and he was able to have a life after that so it's like okay that's your one shot fucking dude and immediately barry fucks it up yeah he well he we have seen him do one thing consistently for three seasons which is go and kill people like Mm -hmm. he's just he's never gonna stop Mm -hmm. yeah it's starting now was two seasons ago now yeah (laughs) so that didn't stick um, I also want to shout out Robert Way- Ray Wisdom, who is also a Prison Break alum, uh, who is also on The Wire, and he was Jim Moss this season for a couple episodes. I think he's going to get a best uh, a guest uh, mm-hmm. role or guest award for, for this season of Barry. I think he's fucking terrific. He's one of those guys who's never really gotten his due. Um, and like his power just by looking at Barry at the end, like the whole history of his relationship to his daughter's killer is in that one scene in his face. Like apart from everything else, I was just like really floored by his performance. And, you know, I don't know if we'll see him again. I think, I I, I don't know. I'm not going to theorize. I think his stuff might be done, but I thought the show was going to be done at a point and they're still going. Um mm-hmm. It was terrific, and I loved again to go to the visual side of things too. Like when he's interrogating uh, uh, Gene in the garage, and it's like the fucking first reform shot with the light coming in through the back uh, windows of the yeah. garage, uh, and then they're like, "That's you know, they're revealing the truth to each other, basically." And in the final moment of the season, now they're on the outside of that of those windows, not the same ones, obviously, but like they're the on the outside, and uh, it's just that guy standing there by himself and then cuts to black they, they have a moment of oh, yeah. like i i don't even think they like shake hands or anything like that yeah it was just i think like, uh, uh, gene like he just kind of like waves him yeah, off, he kind of goes like just and it's just like out. yeah what the fuck do you even do after that and it's like yeah you know barry's arrested uh i like that gene is a really good actor and this was obviously like the most important role of his life to fucking capture yeah. barry um and it I don't know, it was very, like, fulfilling. Because, like, I love following Barry, but I'm also glad he's, like, caught. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we yeah, can't hurt Barry anyone else him. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it felt very, like, uh, very fitting, too. Like, I can't, I couldn't see where else it could have gone. Because, yeah, I mean, everything was catching up to Barry. Like, you saw the, like, this, the Revenge Squad. And, like, all the people, oh, yeah. relatives he's killed. Yeah. And it's just like everything caught up to him this season. Like it's just like it just uh, definitely works. I mean, like you know, he has such like so many bodies in his closet. Mm-hmm. You know, like on the beach too. Like he, I love that scene too. And I think that it was uh, they cut that down. I was reading. They're supposed to be when they're looking up. Like someone's like in the clouds or something, which you don't see. But it works enough. But I love just like Barry, like just kind of realizing like yeah, he's not really gonna go like to heaven or anything. <laughs> like he's just. Like he's not terrible. Like he's not. A, he's not evil. Like the guy said, he's not that great either. He's kind of like. Yeah, I think he's making evil choices, but yeah, I don't think he knows what to do beyond that anymore. You know, yeah. and I think it's kind of like, you know, like we're talking about the whole season's kind of like about the cycles of abuse and how you fall into like traps with that. These characters fall into like traps of like not being able to do anything else because. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's easy to make the right choices when things are going really well for you. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really hard when they're not. <laughs> I think yeah. that's that's a really bold thing to say in a 
and a season of television that also takes some pot shots at stuff like those streamer algorithms that determine oh, what yeah. people want to watch. Mm-hmm. All the um, Netflix. Yeah. yeah. It, it's Netflix. They're talking about Netflix. I love uh, mm-hmm. I love the name too. I finally got it. It's like Banshee. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so called Banshee. Good. Yeah. Because that it's... was supposed to be like, yeah, like kind of this like female, like sort of streaming network, right? Mm-hmm. That was the whole news. Yeah. That, that was like, yeah. Just I love all the just like, you know, even though this is a more serious season, just a little like subtle jokes like that you know yeah, well it still like finds ways to be funny apart from the last episode which is fitting because jesus christ that was exhausting emotionally yeah but like when they're all going to the same coffee shop and this dude just gives really good oh. advice <laughs> fucking hilarious yeah, like that that, was... that felt very like twin peaks to me yeah you know? <laughs> everyone wants to like be friends with that guy or something yeah something about just... him he had a nice aura yeah, and he was given the correct advice. If Barry had listened to him, he wouldn't have gone to see his his uh, uh, army buddy. You know, like oh, he's like, yeah, people change. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, man. Be careful, people change. And he's fucking right. People can change. Uh, Barry's having a little trouble with that though. Yeah. So um, yeah. Final thoughts. Otherwise, we'll just be gushing about the show all night. And mm-hmm. you know, we can do that, but I think we all have obligations tomorrow. <laughs> So. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, just yeah, I mean, oh, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it was just like you know, I thought it was really, really well done, and uh, I also like the last thing I wanted to talk about uh, was I feel like a pretty like it was pretty huge, like Noho Hank and Cristobal. Like, mm. what? I don't even know what can happen from there. Like, what? like that was so awful like but as a whole like the show like I don't know it's almost like uh maybe the next season is about like the season was about kind of finding forgiveness and also like coming to like justice maybe like forgiveness for yourself but like Mm -hmm. um yeah I just I think it was really beautiful and Bill Hader's genius and uh you know um let them let them let them act more do more crazy stuff yeah i'll i'll say that too i just i love bill Hader, just a big tall uh, lovable guy in real life not his character like just him looking through the criterion closet you know just normal he just loves movies well he he is also a just fan a of guy. nobuhiku obayashi's house mm-hmm. which is a terrific film and everyone should watch it yeah yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he has good taste. He has good taste. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's just cool to see him, like, become uh, kind of this, like, auteur almost with the show and uh, kind of see, I want to see what else he does, too, you know? He what says he had, he co-wrote something with Alec Berg, the co-writer, co-showrunner of the show. Yeah. Um, and there are other writers who work on the show. I know that, but they're the, the showrunners, so. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but they want to finish Barry before they yeah, get to, to their feature idea yeah which makes sense for like two years yeah. three years yeah yeah so you know for me i i think it's got like a season or two left we'll see yeah. i'm i'm not yeah. saying or demanding anything that's just what i feel i've been wrong before mm-hmm. uh but yeah it's a it's a great season of television so it's, it's a great series i can't wait for it to come back uh plugs what do we have going on uh, Staley, please. What what else is going on in the world of uh, uh, Staley? 
Um, well, as always, you can check out uh, my website, uh, Saint Audio, which is um, Saint, like the word spelled out, and then audio. Um, I'm also going to have an interview coming out on a new um, site pretty soon, so keep an eye out for that. And um, July 8th, uh, my boyfriend Raj is throwing his first ever label showcase uh, in LA. So be sure to buy tickets because I will be there smiling and ready to talk about Barry. All right. Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, a link to all that down below, by the way, in the descriptions. Uh, Gene, plugs. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Gene9892. And uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, plugs, plugs, plugs. Our normal stuff—it's all down there. Uh, check out our pals at Film Cred. Uh, we're we're they're just they're just good people. Wanted to plug them more often. Uh, check out their homepage. We got a little a little sticker for the Waffle Press. You click that, sends you right to us. Um, run by the the great Sarah Sorrentino, who was on last year, and uh, just they're doing wonderful work. I can't recommend them enough. We're gonna try to get some writers on to guest in the podcast because. It's a bunch of talented people. And frankly, Sarah Sorrentino uh, doesn't put up with bullshit. So if she's working with them, they got to be good people. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, oh, the next episode is our 100th episode of The Hangouts. So Gene and I will be live on June 26th. Is that correct? <laughs> Hang on, I should have my calendar open. Yes, June 26th, Sunday evening. Uh, we will be hyping that up more. I'm making sure to do more tests to make sure we don't have any uh, YouTube issues. Last time we, we did it for Venom, it, was, it went pretty well, though. That, that was fun. It wasn't like it was a random time and it was just like we just decided to do that. But it was fun. It was fun. So hopefully more people tune in for this one so we can yeah. get more conversations going. Uh, thank you, Noah, for commenting last time. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then, um, yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, check out the retrospectives that are coming out. We got some uh, failed blockbusters again for the summer movie season. There's uh, there's some bangers that we're talking about. Some maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, at least one of them. And uh, yeah, it's if you're on, if you follow me on Letterbox, you you know exactly what I'm talking about right now. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe if you didn't like this. Like and subscribe anyways because you might might you might find something you do like. Uh, yeah, let's all go see Crimes of the Future because I, I want my brain to get fucked up. Hope we'll, crimes. We'll, we'll, we'll hit the DM. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.